The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. So a while back, we spoke to the explorer Rion Mansa, uh, who is the initiator of a project called Matrix in Antarctica. And then last week, I think it was last week, I sat in and uh, watched as the selection of five matrix was made online. And these are five matrix who are going to be traveling to Antarctica. This is the kind of trip that will change your life. Once you go there, you will come back and you will never be the same again, without a doubt. And you can only improve your vision of the world as well. So we thought we would find out about who those five are. We'd chat to Rian, but we'd also chat to a couple of the youngsters who managed to get in. Rian Mansa, as always, wonderful to talk to you. Um, Michelle, how's this? Geez, I have to say, I was utterly inspired when I watched that Zoom session where you announced the winners. I was like, yeah! <laughs> <It was laughs> hey, listen, do you know what I felt is that everybody just um, vicariously just lived through all those um, students. I think, you know, there were five of them, obviously, that were disappointed. Yeah. And um, the, the beauty about it is that, you know, I always believe that there's more pleasure in giving than there is in receiving. And um, I think just that, that excitement, I mean, um, seeing Calby smile and, um, you know, some of the students that I think never, ever even thought they were in with the chance. Um, just the excitement. But yeah, it was it was very exciting, Michelle. Jeez, Rian, I mean, I have to say, I don't know how you made that selection. I looked at the 10 finalists and every single one of them from all p- parts of our country had such interesting things to say, such interesting backgrounds and lifestyles and Perhaps you can tell us what were the pointers that guided the choice and the selection between yourself and the other judges, including Jonathan Jansen, Prof. Jonathan Jansen. Yeah. Um, you know, last time we spoke, I think we were down to the top 50. And I think I even just mentioned to you then that it was going to be difficult, um, you know, from there to, to choose the, the, the top 10 and then obviously the top five. But um, I think... Probably what came through for most of us, I think for, you know, I, I don't think I was the, the heaviest hand in the selection. I think, you know, uh, Jonathan or Prof Janssen and his um, team with Mareka Musson and with um, Fadli Wachit and um, Delisha Davids, they, they were the ones that actually um, were, were, were the ones that actually guided us the most. But I think for me, if you ask me personally, I think I was just blown away when it came down to the understanding. I think, um, you know, the, the, Calby and them are 18 years old. You know, we have we, we mustn't forget this. It's it's a, it's it's they've just come out of a, a very difficult year, a matric year from um, doing matric like no other matrix have ever done. And then, um, you know, now we're busy asking them a question about how to save the planet and um, the environment and, and those bigger issues. So, um, for me, <clears throat> the thing that probably made um, me look at people like Kelby and Kurbis and Ayaka and them a little bit more was probably that they understood the concept that, you know, first look at home if you want to solve the global issue of um, the environment. Yeah. So now, Rian, you know, the list was was interesting. I mean, you had... um Colby Barker from Diocene Girls in Eastern Cape. We'll be chatting to her in a moment. There was Ayaka Melitatha from the Center of Science and Technology in the Western Cape. We've chatted to her many a time. She is a true environmentalist at a young age. Boiketlo Lamula from Gauteng. 
Tia Ernest from Mountain View in KwaZulu-Natal, Corbus Berger, I mean, fascinating in the Northern Cape. What struck me about all of them when you listened to them as they um, spoke was A, their passion for their environment and to make a difference. Mm. But B, when I look at that five, was the fact that um, the girls are up there making their mark. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we took a bit of we took a bit of um, flack for, you know, it was obviously four girls and one guy out of the five. And I mean, just some people say that's not a nice balance. But um, listen, the point is that when we do Matrix in Antarctica for 2021, yeah. I'm going to encourage the guys to make a bit of a bigger effort. The, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was almost as if Michelle, the, 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 they outnumbered the boys in the, in the applications. Yeah. But when it came just to the, the effort that they put in, for the for their response and for their um, in the application, the girls just outshone the guys, and it was. I mean, we had an incredible guy that made the top ten. You know, yeah. um, Jama from Western Cape. He looked was, amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, he was an incredible guy. But it still amazed me. You know, when we sat down as the judges and we said, "Listen, are we really going to take give these five the opportunity?" Um, we we all said in the, the strange thing, and also when we sat with. Um, uh, with Professor Janssen and just said to him, listen, <clears throat> what is his um, take on just the balance? And he said to me, these five have chosen themselves. So, hey, listen, well done to the girls. Eh? I think it's a little bit of a reflection on how lazy the boys are, but they need to make a bigger effort this coming year. I love that you're putting out that. Guys, I hope you hear that. Teachers who are teaching guys, make sure that they put more effort into it, what Rian's saying. Rian, what um, happens with regards to COVID? I'm sure that they would have to lock down or quarantine. I mean, you definitely don't want to be taking COVID to yeah. um, to Antarctica. Yeah, we had um, the first case of COVID actually was with the, um, out of Australia. I think the guys... Um, had, no, sorry, they'd flown out of Christchurch. So, you know, we, we, we aren't responsible for the first case of um, COVID in Antarctica Isn't as it? a South African gateway. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, I was saying to, we, we chatted to all the parents a day or two ago. You know, we had everybody, um, you know, together just on a, on a Zoom call. And yeah. I was saying, listen, I, I apologize. And it, it was obviously, you know, entirely out of my hands. But still, it's an apology that I, that I want to make that there's, there's a little bit of an inhuman approach to how we're managing things when, we, when, when the guys arrive tomorrow in Cape yeah. Town. We, we, we have to lock them away in a, in a hotel room for, for seven days. Sure, Michelle, can you imagine? You know, this is what the guys have to do. And if, if any of them in the, in the COVID test tomorrow test positive, they don't go. There's, there's no leeway. And then obviously the day before. So yeah. um, man, we're just so strict. But, you know, the bottom line is that if, you, if, if we, we travel with the crews that actually look after the scientists and, and these scientific um, the, the, the bases, like, um, yeah, yeah they, they just, they, they, they're under so much pressure. If one person in that scientific group or in, in the scientist is COVID positive, then they, they, the whole base is un, yeah. at risk. So um, I think the guys will understand. We do a, bit, a briefing with them at two o'clock tomorrow when, when they've all landed and um, it's unfortunate, but that's what we're going to have to do. No, right? it's, it's, I mean, days. it's it's not even unfortunate. It's just the way it goes. It is. So, Rian, I wish you all the very, very best. And um, what an amazing project! And please, can we ask that maybe whilst you're in Antarctica with uh, the young guys and girls that uh, you do 
maybe call back to us, let us know how it's going. Give us a call from outside in the snow, um, from where you're watching uh, penguins or whatever, and keep yeah, us updated. We'd okay, like- Michelle, listen, thank you. We just the, the thing is that I say to all these guys is that when they land, they all think there's going to be a snowball fight or two, but there's no snow. It is just Cold. entirely rock solid ice. So we're going to be throwing balls of ice at each other. But <laughs> um, listen, what we'll do is we are, we, we're setting up our um, live streaming. So we're going to really try, but all of the guys, when you chat to Kelby and you chat to Ayaka Nana, um, listen, just get them. They, they know that there's um, accessibility to, to guys like you. Yeah. So we're going to have them calling in off their own whim. We're not going to just say to them, listen, you've got an interview. We're going to say to them, do you want to reach out to Michelle and her team? Um, be, be progressive. Make the effort. That's what I like to hear. Be proactive. Don't just sit back. <laughs> Rian, all the very, Cheers. very best. Stay warm. I know it's bloody cold there. Cheers, Michelle. <laughs> Thanks, Ciao. Rian explorer and initiator of the wonderful project Matrixen and Antarctica. When we go to a break, we're going to be chatting to a couple of the students. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. 8.21 and as I said we are talking about matrix in Antarctica. We are looking at the five winners of an extraordinary selection of young matrix from around the country, from every single one of the provinces who have now won themselves a position in the trip to Antarctica and they will arrive in Cape Town tomorrow. There they will lock down to protect uh, everybody from COVID and then from there they will go on to Antarctica. We are trying to get um, Ayaka, who we've had on the Melitafa from the Centre of Science and Technology, but uh, on the line we do have Kelby Barker from the Diocene School for Girls in the Eastern Cape. Kelby, hello. Hello, Michelle. So, okay, Kelby, you have to tell us um, when you put in your application, what do you think stood out for the judges? Because we just heard Rian saying mm, the guys didn't quite uh, live up to the standard of the girls, which uh, makes sense to my mind always. Um, yeah. What did you put in your application that you think made it stand out? Um, I think my application was probably quite different to some other people's. My application was more of a a project that looks at addressing all the different areas that affect litter. So one of the main issues in my hometown, Makanda, is the litter and the non-collection of litter and the um, just litter that lies everywhere. And so my proposal was to bring together all the different people in my area who can play a part in fixing the issue, but looking at not only just picking up the litter, but looking at the mental health side of the litter and how that affects the people who live literally in a dump and looking at what we can do with the litter once it's collected to reuse it and recycle it. And I think just, um, yeah, I think that having something different to what other people might have said probably stood out for them. So have you got any idea of what this uh, trip may entail? I know that we're going on a hike on the first day (laughs) and um, probably going to be quite a difficult one, um, as I'm expecting. And then I know that we're doing some research on the second day and doing some very exciting experiments. I'm not exactly sure what those entail. And then I know on the third day we're going to be reporting back um, to South Africa with our findings and what we've discovered there. So, you know, the thing, Kelby, of course, about Antarctica is that it is so cold. And I know that they do a lot of training um 
in in the desert as well to just get a sense of how brutal and brutish it is. I mean, as Ariane yes. so clearly said, it's it's all ice. It's not like you're gonna have lovely little snow fights and roll your, and make snow angels in the snow. No. Are you prepared for that? Um I hope I'm prepared. Um, they're giving us clothing, so I'm sure they're going to prepare as well with the clothing side. And, yeah, I think it's also part of, like, a mental game. And you have to just coach yourself into believing that you're warm and that you're fine. And so I'm hoping that that will suffice. So what do you want to get out of this trip? I'm hoping that, obviously, I learn a lot and the experiment and everything will teach me a lot. But I think also just the conversations that we're going to have together with the other five matrix and with Rian and Fadli and Mareka and hearing their stories and letting them inspire me. I think that's what I'm hoping to get out is just a lot of inspiration and motivation. Are you, you've now finished matric. This, yes. This, okay. So 2020, what a cuck year was your uh, year for matric. Once you come to the end of this um, particular Antarctica event, uh, with your four other winners and your four other team players. What do you want to do in the rest of the year? Um, I've applied to do a BSc yeah. at Stellenbosch, and so I'm going to be doing that. But at the same time, also hopefully following through with my proposal and making a difference in Makanda and with the litter and using this newfound inspiration um, from Antarctica to make a difference. Well, you know, what, what did you feel when you saw your other, the other entries? I mean, when I looked at that list of 10, I, as I said to Rian, I could not imagine how they would have had to make a choice. I mean, there were some extraordinary people there. Yeah, I think it must have been such a difficult choice. And um, when I looked at the list and when I've, I've kind of gotten to know them a little bit, I think we all just bring such different things to the table and mm. we all had such different experiences and backgrounds and stories and I'm so excited to hear their stories and hear their, their view of the world and what they want to do and to bring together all of our different um, what we enjoy and what we're passionate about to make a larger difference together. So I want to close off with uh, COVID-19. You are going to have to go into lockdown for a short while, which makes yes. complete sense because you don't want to go out and infect anybody on uh, the continent, the icy continent with Antarctica. No. Um, but if you think about COVID-19 and the way it moves forward, there's a lot of conversation now, you talk about litter, about the yes. masks, yes. the throwaway masks. What's your take on that? And how does one resolve an issue like that where we have to wear masks, but throwaway masks are causing huge issues as well in the environment? Yes, um, I, think, I think just wearing the fabric masks, they do as good of a job, I believe, and so I think if everyone, I mean, they're so easy to make. I've made quite a few myself. And I think if everyone wears those um, fabric masks, I think that that could also make a big difference. Because I know the disposable ones with the things that go around your ears are getting into the oceans and getting into turtles and everything. And so I think that if everyone just wears the fabric masks and actually wears them properly, it could make a big difference. Fantastic. Colby Barker, we wish you all the best. We hope you have loads of fun and congratulations to the four other winners as well. We were trying to get hold of Ayaka, but uh, we're having issues with her line. Nevertheless, this is your choice. Indy, you are asking for none other than Simpiwe Dana.